0: Okay, so earlier I came on here and I talked about, you know, what I saw. Ever since, I've been debating, you know, is it something that God is trying to show me? And what so far have I noticed that it feels like he's trying to show me? And I debate how much of that is true. I don't want to go down that road again where I'm arguing and fighting so hard for the right answer in that direction, even though, like, I'm fighting for my own thoughts, and my own conclusions I'm drawing, and my own knowledge, and my own exploration of, like, information, that's what I'm fighting for, but, you know, I just realized after just watching somebody's video... Troy Black, and I got him off of Marcus Rogers' page. After watching his video and just being in his presence, I felt like I was in his presence with God. Because, like, if they're really truly of the kingdom, or really know God, or anyways, like they're in the spirit realm. You're going to encounter them, especially when you, in your mind, seek them. You'll find them. In his presence, I felt it was easier to get in the presence of God without all the arguing, all the fighting. He's not fighting me on things. And then I realized so much in that time how... I am how much i really am fighting because i feel so different i feel so, worlds away from my family and the people i grew up with worlds away where i'm not fighting enough i'm too nice i'm too sweet i have to fight i have to do something but then i got into his presence around him and i felt worlds away from where i could be peace real peace And it really made me realize, like, all all those times they call me white. It's like, you're white. You always act white. It's because you're white. And I'm like, no, you know. It's not even that I'm, I don't even fight it because it's like, I don't know what that means to even fight that. For me to just be like, no, I'm not white, you know. It's like, I know I'm not white. If I sit up here and just act like I'm so offended by that, what does that mean? i how does that mean i feel about white people like there are people like i don't know that's racist i feel like but you know when i'm just you know around them i realized like no i'm not white though i don't what they said out of everything they said about me being white they get so mad when i take a white person's side because they're right you don't know, have nothing to do about them being white i a lot of times when I'm taking their aside, like, I didn't even notice they was white when I took their side. They was just that right. Like, more right than all y'all put together. And that's what I've been saying the whole time. They're even more right than me. And people be like, you're so white. See, that's why we, whose side are you on? And, oh, my gosh. That's the issue. See, like, I just found out Jesus is black and I found out God is black, you know? I thought he was white my whole life, and I never worship him any differently. I just worship him more now only because of the chains that were broken off of my heart. Not because, oh, he's black. I'm about to worship him way more. No. I was already this dedicated in order to get to that point with him. So it's not about color for me. Like, I worship Jesus the same, and I thought he was white. He was still the same Jesus to me. He still provided the same Peace. Something I could never repay him for. Something that's priceless. He still provided the same love and protection, hope, care, generosity, grace, and mercy when I thought he was white. It was no different. It's not about color. Except for the fact that chains were able to break off of my heart. You know, when I really, truly accept him as my Lord and Savior. So if I'm taking color completely out of it, it's the fact that I truly accepted him as my Lord and Savior that day. Because I was able to see him and his story as real, finally able to see it as real. A lot of times we just can't, we don't understand, we think we have accepted him but you don't accept it like you accept your everyday struggles. You don't accept Jesus as real like you accept your everyday struggles as real. Like, yeah, God is real, but like, this is real. Like, this is right now, you know? This is a bill, or this is a death in the family, or this is a, a sickness, an illness in the family, you know? God is real, but this is real, and this is here, and I can see it, and I got to deal with it, and Jesus is just as real as your problems. He's just as real as your struggles. He's just as real as everything you see, everything you have so much confidence in. So I know why people say that. Obviously, I've dealt with that. Like, if Jesus is a healer, he's a physician, he's a doctor, then why are we sick? And I believe in Jesus, you know. And the simple answer is your faith, you know. You have to have more faith in him. You have to trust him more. And you have to be obedient. Like, you have to be trying to, you know, you have to be trying to do better and be better and follow him and be more like him. Like, you can't just say, I believe in Jesus, oh, you know, and then then barely make an effort to be a better person and grow in him and apply his word to your life. And... The messed up part in my heart about it is that if I'm going to say from my own struggles, you know, <clears throat> Jesus when he walked up to that man and he healed him of blindness, that man didn't do anything, you know, to show Jesus he deserved that. As well as when he healed leprosy, as well as he when he healed almost anybody he healed, they never did anything to prove, you know, that they deserved that. They never did anything to prove. That they deserve Jesus, you know, blessing, his presence, his healing, you know, or to even be in the presence of the Son of God. They never did anything to prove that. So to tell somebody, like, the reason why you're not getting your healing, the reason why you're not getting your blessing, the reason why you're not getting your breakthrough, is because you are not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not being obedient. You're not applying, your, you know, the word of God to your life, and you're not, you know, in the right place at the right time, pretty much. It's unfair. You know, and it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't match up with the Bible or the word. Jesus, he healed just because of who he was, not because of who we are. And he loves us for who we are, regardless of what you're doing. So you can get your healing, whether or not you are applying that word to your life. Like that healing can kickstart your belief and your faith and your dedication to applying that word in your life. That's how it happened with a lot of us. We're imperfect, and a lot of times we have needed Jesus to show us signs and wonders in order for us to believe. And yes, blesses is he who have not seen yet have believed. And even though Jesus said, if it weren't for the signs and wonders, a lot of us would not believe. Regardless, you know, a lot of the people that were brought over into Christianity and made believers were made believers after Jesus' generosity, him extending his healing hand and his healing powers, and you know, just his grace, his mercy, his love, his non judgmental character, attitude, um, presence, just being in the presence of the Son of God, a lot of times when Jesus did these different things, it's what converted people, not before then, like the Pharisees and the scribes. They knew the Bible from front to back. They knew the word of God. And they called themselves Moses' disciples. Yet still, they were so far from God. So, it's never, I'm never saying, just like Ecclesiastes. I'm never saying that because you're good, you're going to get good things. Or because you're bad, you're automatically going to get bad things. Or because you're bad, you'll never get a good thing. Or because you're good, you'll never see a bad day. No, that's not true. And I can't say that, and it feels unfair to say that, so that's why I understand people a lot of times when they're like, you know, yeah, Jesus is real, but this is real, you know, because this, you feel this, you're dealing with this, you're going through this right now, and you feel like, who do I have to be, what do I have to do, or what is it that's necessary in my life in order for me to get these things that Jesus offers, this peace, this love, these blessings, or this healing, like, I've prayed for it. I've believed for it. I've asked for it. Asking you shall receive. And it feels like a lot of the times I'm reading these words, they're not coming to pass. You know, I've never seen a talking donkey. I don't see food falling from the sky and I can't part the sea. So how real really is God? You know? And maybe my faith not strong enough, but what kind of faith do I have to have? Like I prayed and I've asked how do Where I find this faith, how do I do this? You know, I don't know what I'm doing. And when I'm talking to God, I don't feel like nobody's talking back. So what do I have to do? Who do I have to be? And you feel like maybe it's my attitude. Maybe it's something I'm doing wrong. But then you think to yourself, what the Bible says, you know, no matter who you are, it's not really about your goodness. It's about his goodness. So it's not really nothing I can do right besides be here and there's nothing happening. And I know how that feels. Man, I know how that feels. Honestly, a lot of times when I think about that, it's so much stress off of me. Like to just sit there and just want to stay there forever. Like I'm just going to stay right here. Like who do I have to be to get this or get that? Like, you know. I don't know if I believe God is real because if God is real, why isn't he more real to my problems and my issues? Why don't my prayers work? Why, didn't, why why am I not getting responses? What is all this I'm going through? And a lot of times, that's, that's really how I feel. Even though I've seen so much from him. And it's like, how could you feel that way after what you've seen? How could you ever go back to that mindset after what you know now? And that's the sad part. I feel more comfortable there sometimes because despite what I've seen and what I know why do I have to fight that every day why am I fighting that and it seems for nothing because I'm not getting responses or answers to these prayers or I'm not getting anywhere with God or it's not making a difference you know I can go do this I can go you know conjure something up myself or and that's as far as like I guess if you want to be your own God but I can go and I can make something happen on this world right now without God. And it's going to show up. You know, I put in this work for this and I get that. Simply put, but I go and I pray to God and I still, you know, answer night after night after night after night or time after time. I'm having faith and I'm getting nothing. And all I get is these encouraging words. Oh, just keep going. It'll get better. Oh, it's, you know, your blessing is on the way. You know, I can feel it. God is telling me he got something for you. Don't you give up? And I still get nothing but hard times. So what is that? You know, or I'm just not saying anything at all. And for me, I just feel like, you know, sometimes it's more comfortable for me to sit back there and just stay right there. Even despite how much God has revealed to me, how much Satan plays a part in that thinking, in that mindset. The entire time he's sitting there telling you, how can God be real? If you're not getting this, you're not getting that. Go ahead. Pray to him right now. Ask him for something. You know, and really believe you can get it. And do everything you feel like he's asking you to be or be everything you feel like he's asking you to be. Do everything you feel like he's telling you is necessary and then get that. You know? And then once you don't get it, he's right there. Like, and, and what, what could you have changed? What could you have done in order to get that instead? You know, what did you do wrong that they did right? You see me that they didn't do wrong. Who do you have to be? And I remember being a kid thinking, because Jesus was white, God is it only is heaven only for white people? Like do black people make it into heaven or do we have a different heaven? And I remember thinking like, do I have to be white to go to heaven or is white only good? It's only white good. And. God was so heartbroken, I asked him that. I remember, like, the feeling. He's like, I don't even want to respond to you because you know that I talk to you. You know that we have conversations. You know who I am. How could you say something like that? But it was just like, the way I asked him was like, But how can you say that, you know? that's not what it is or that's not possible or that, you know, that I don't... You know, you know where my mind is at in a way where it's like, how can you say that I don't have every right to feel that way with what I'm seeing? Black people die. Black people are enslaved. Black people are beat. Black people are judged harshly. Black people are, you know, so much racism against black people. It's not like we're hated. But then when it comes to white people, you know... They get all of this, and then Jesus, you're white. You know what about you know a black Jesus? Like, is there a black? There's no black Jesus, right? You're the only Jesus, right? There's no one like you. You're is just one, and he's white. So like, what about black people? Are we not? Do we not fit? Like, what are we doing wrong? And I believe in that moment, like. I knew the answer to that already, so I was asking it out of hurt and spite and pain. I was asking that in a way where it's like, "What do who, what, do I have to be white to get love from God? Do I have to get, be white to get answers from you? Do I have to be white to receive answers to my prayers? Why is things so hard for me, and it's not hard for them? Why do you hate us so much? Why do you hate black people so much? Why does everybody hate black people so much, even you, God? And it's supposed to be for everybody. And I didn't realize the extent that goes to I feel like he wanted to tell me, you know, it's about the unkept promise and a broken covenant. That's what it's about. But I would have said, so what that's not fair to me though. And I've never agreed with, you know, children having to deal with deal with or answer for their their parents problems or mistakes or children you know being subjected to whatever their parents or their family has placed on them everybody is born with their own life so how can somebody else's life affect mine so much that I don't even have choices in my own I'm forced to deal with these things their choices their mistakes you know the hindrances setbacks and curses that they have created on themselves is forced on my life I don't have a choice in it. What kind of fair or just God would allow that? That is not justice. That is not fair. We should all be responsible for our own lives unless we want to be responsible for someone else's. That's what my mindset was at the time. Obviously not really because obviously I'm the type of person I want to be responsible for other people's lives because I know I want the best for them but if somebody does not want the best for you they should not be responsible for your life or have any jurisdiction over that they should not have the power to inflict harm and i felt that was truly unfair little you know and it was hard for me to accept that god felt that way too it frustrated me that god was in control and in position of power and with the ability to do all of these different things in order to help us and to provide for us and to save us from these things, but he wasn't. I felt like, what is justice then? If your definition of justice is allowing this stuff to happen and my definition of justice is not, you're always right. I must not know what justice is. I must not have the right definition in a dictionary. I could look it up right now. And that's what I think it is. But is that really what it is? Because it just doesn't feel like you know it's translating because I believe in you right i'm i'm get like I'm giving you that. it's not giving you that. I know I changed now, but i'm I'm saying this is how it was at the time I'm giving you that. you're asking that I believe you're asking that I have faith, and you're asking that I know who you are. I'm giving you that, you're just, you're right, I'm wrong. And, you know, well, maybe I'm not always wrong, but I can be wrong. You can't be wrong. You know, you're everything, you're alpha and you're omega. But what is right then? What is justice then? Please help me understand how you see it. Because this is what I think the definition of justice is. This is what I think the definition of right is. This is what I think the definition of wrong is. This is what I think the definition of injustice is. This is what I think the definition of perfect is. This is what I think the definition of imperfect is. But when it comes to you and different things that are happening, it feels like you're not these things. Not by my definition of them. So please help me understand what do they really mean. And I feel like God is just like all in my timing. And that was hurtful too. Because I said to myself, you know, that's kind of what I'm asking you right now. To help me understand better the decisions that you make. You know, I know you're saying that I can never understand what you do, but if you can do anything, then you can help you can help me understand what you do. And I know that it's possible. I know that everything like it depends on where you want me at with my belief and faith in you. That's what I'm asking you. Where do you want me at? Because if you want me to you know, believe that you can do anything. Like, no limits, anything, everything I could ever think of, then that means you can do that. And you're just not doing that. Why? But if you want me to believe that you can do only what you can do, then that changes everything. I guess, you know, that's good, but I still feel heartbroken by it. I'm heartbroken by that. Because then it feels like, you know, there's just no hope in things changing. I guess I'll have to just change and be worse because there's no way for me to get better or be better. So when I, you know, would ask these different questions, I didn't get responses for so long. I still believed in God anyways because I said, you know, if I stop believing in him right now, I'll never get the answer. So, you know. That's one reason. One reason, if I stop believing in them right now, then I never get the answer. You know? I move on. I go on my life. I say to myself, you know, I never got the answer, so I just stop believing in them. But you, you know, this is how I see stuff, okay? This is kind of how my mindset kind of works a little bit at certain times. Just because, I don't know, kind of like maybe based off of how I grew up. Poor and without. It's like if it come through it come through if it don't it don't but why close it out you know if it might come through it ain't know, it was hurting you by leaving it open so it's like if there's an opportunity for something to one day come through or somehow eventually come through then you might as well leave that open there's no point in closing it out cuz if it never come through then it just never come through it's not like you know leaving it open is going to you know hurt you in any way is to make a difference so leave it open and see if it come through and if it never come through there you go there's your confirmation but if it ever does come through then it will just forget about it that is there I guess if you can so for me that's what it was with my faith a little and I hate to say it, it's like that but yeah it's like even though I'm not seeing anything what's the point in not believing you know what's the difference is it gonna make I mean I could sit here mad about it and say uh-uh I just rather not believe in them or I could say, yeah, I believe in him. What difference do it make? You know, whether I believe in him or not, if he ain't real, then okay. But if he is, then okay. No harm, no foul. That's just what it is. And that's what I did a lot of times. But God was requiring more from me. I couldn't just do that. I couldn't just say, you know, if he does come through, if he is real, then, you know, I get this. What I ask for, that'll happen. But if he ain't real, then, oh, well, what do it matter? That I said I believe in him. So, you know, ain't nothing hurting me. The only time it will actually affect me in that way is when people will be like, you believe in him? You're dumb. Like, that's stupid. And even then, like, you didn't have to tell people you believed in him. You didn't have to be like, you know, when everybody's like, who believe in God? That's stupid. Oh, I believe in God. You don't have to be that way. Like, you just believe in him. But, you know... For me, that wasn't, like, real belief, though. Like, that's not real belief just to say, i just leave that there and i just believe in him just in case he do come through. That's not real belief. Belief is knowing that he will. So, he was requiring more from me. And when he started requiring more from me, I started getting more upset about it. That's when I actually started getting more upset about it because I said to myself, how can you require more from me, but I can't require more from you? It feels like there's not a prayer you've answered since I was a child. So how are you requiring more from me? How can you make demands, you know? But, like, you know, the thing is he had been coming through for me. And a lot of times, like, this is another thing that I'm reminded of. That happened yesterday. Somebody said, are you always this ungrateful? So, like, (laughs) that's another reminder. Like, a lot of times we are very ungrateful. So many times I was very ungrateful. I was so ungrateful. I would always say, you know, God, I'm starving all week. We didn't eat nothing all week. We're starving. We haven't had no food. And I'm praying. I'm asking you just for bread. You know, and I don't have nothing. Our water going out. CPS about to come pick us up. My mother is crying. Locked herself in a room and won't come out. I'm just asking you to provide a meal for us. That's all. Pay our bills. You said you will provide. Like, where are you? And God is like, you know, He did, He's not saying anything, so it's hurting me. These times is when I would get so frustrated with God requiring more from me, but I can't require more from him. Because if I'm really requiring anything from you, God, it's only the stuff you already said that you provide, but I haven't seen you ever provide that yet. The Bible says you never break a promise, but to me, it feel like you never kept one. Where are you? You know? And you feel that way. You feel that way. That's what it is. So you live how you live. And you make it through how you make it through. A lot of times calling on him. Other times saying whatever. I'm not. Like that's not even on my mind. I'm worried about what I'm going to do. But somehow. You still here. Like. Like. If you got this thought, if you're able to think it, you're still here. So we're ungrateful because we are still here. And that's the one thing you can thank him for. That's the one thing you can definitely, you know, count on that he kept his promise on or that he's coming through for. We are ungrateful because we need all these things in life and Say all these things. I just needed food, I just needed water. You know, I just need to stop being abused, or I just needed to have a fair chance, whatever. The fact of the matter is, like, you know, you're alive. And one thing that God has real has definitely made me see, and it's definitely done in my life particular, that I believe is a personal battle. It has a lot to do with a personal battle, but definitely way more broad than I ever knew. A lot of times, I would keep these things to myself. I said to myself, not I don't think nobody else was going through it. I'm aware of what's going on in this world. But just like, how really important is this to other people? I might just be a little dramatic. Or maybe it's hurting me a little more than others. Or maybe that's what's personal. How much it affects me. That doesn't mean it's affecting everybody else in that way because you look at everybody else and they look like, oh, that? Yeah, it's not that serious. You probably even tell them exactly how you feel about it, how deep it is to you. And they be like, listen, it is not even that serious. Do this or do that or I do this or I do that. Or they just make it seem so lighthearted. Like they make it seem like it's not as deep or as hurtful or as serious as it is to you. People are still doing that to this day even after how much I've seen how much God has revealed himself in my life. Someone has said to me while I was out and about, they said, so what you're doing right now (laughs) and how you're living right now is the worst situation? So you're telling me, like, you know, what I'm seeing that you have, I'm supposed to feel bad for you. I'm supposed to feel like, you know, all that moping and all that, you know, upset. How upset you are is justified. Like, that's what somebody pretty much said to me. And I try to look around at everything else differently when they said it. Because they really convinced me to the point where I'm like, hold on, how you see it? Can I get your perspective on things? Because what I'm going through... Yeah, you know, I'm moping. Yeah, I'm complaining. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts real bad. You know, I don't know how you see it. I wish I could see how you saw it. I don't want to have to sound mopey. I don't want to have to be mopey or complaining. I don't, definitely don't want to seem ungrateful. You know, try my best not to. So can I get your perspective? Maybe that would help me move forward. The situation, you know, what I really want is for it to change. And that would really help if you could help with that. But if at least you can give me just your perspective to change how I deal with it going forward, that will help. Yet instead, you know, I'm stuck with the same perspective and just the opportunity to try and see it from theirs. So I tried. And what I realized was what I can do is just accept that my perspective is what it is. Accept that my situation is what it is. Accept that things are what they are. Just feel better about it. Just feel better about it. That's easier said than done. And I hate using that terminology now. Because it's not always easier said than done. Sometimes harder to say it. A lot of times, oh, especially with me, it's the opposite. Easier done than said. Because I hate saying it, but in reality, though, you know, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad, cause I said to myself, "You know, you're probably right too. That's probably how God see. it. matter of fact, I know for a fact that was Him speaking through you. Stop complaining." You know, it's not as bad as you think it is. It it could always be worse. And so me realizing that that's God's perspective on what I'm going through right now just really heats me up inside. It makes me so mad. You want to know why? It makes me so mad because <laughs> I feel like, you know, How can you say that? If you are really God and you know everything, you know how I feel. You know how I've been feeling. How can you say that? How can you feel that way? And then I tell myself, you know, hey, he's God. He knows everything, right? So try and change your perspective because it's not like you are going to be able to change his. He's right. So I try my best to change my perspective. And I get madder. 'Cause it's like, what do you mean? Like I may not be able to change your perspective on things. But I don't know if I can change mine either. I probably can't change your perspective that and I don't I don't think I can change mine right now. And I hate that it feels like spite. And and it's anger. And you know Satan has something to do with that because I even can hear him laughing. Yes. You know, don't look up. Don't have hope. Don't have joy. Don't choose God and don't let him, you know, don't let him make you better. But it's not like he said it like that. What he's saying is don't let him win. Because it feels like he's winning when even when you don't get what you want, no matter how hard it is, no matter how bad it is, no matter how horrible it feels, how unfair it is, how long you've been waiting. You might not ever get that. You probably not getting that period. Yet still, you're still believing in God for who he is, no matter what. That's when Satan really loses because he's like, what? They're not getting this. They're not getting that. They still hurt. They still struggling. I can make it worse on them. And they still going to believe you and love you. Probably even more. No. That's not what I want. No. They need to hate you. Like I hate you. Because they can't have what they want. Because believe you got to remember that Satan, he hate God because he can't have what he want, not what he need. He always had what he needed. He couldn't have what he wanted. That's why he hate God. So a lot of us turn away from God and turn our back on him because we can't have what we want, not what we need. And sometimes we say, well, I need healing to survive i need food i need money i need my bills paid i need my family together i'm asking for selfless things i need to be able to breathe i need to be able to walk i need to be able to see i need to be able to talk i need to be able to provide i need these things it's not just once if it were once then maybe i could understand it's needs I don't have what I need from God. God said, You will provide what I need. But you always have what you need. Always. No matter what circumstance, no matter what you think. It never, like, I do not care. You always have what you need. Always. You have God. That's all you need. That's all you need. Everything else can go. So of course it's hard to tell somebody who's starving, stomach touching their back. Of course it's hard to tell somebody who, you know, don't even have water. Of course it's hard to tell somebody who don't have clothes or shoes. Of course it's hard to tell somebody who lost their whole family or lost family members. Of course it's hard to tell somebody who can't pay their bills. Of course it's hard to tell somebody who can't walk, lost limbs, you know, mentally unstable, etc. Of course, that's hard to tell somebody who has nobody. That you have everything that you need when you have nothing. Of course, it's hard to tell somebody. But, you know, it's much harder to accept that you don't have it. Really, in reality. Sometimes you feel like, no, it's not. It's easier to accept that you don't have it. It's easier to accept, I just don't have nobody or nothing. And I don't have nothing I need. And that's just what it is. It's easier to be down on yourself. It's easier to accept negative circumstances better than positive circumstances. Because it seems like the positive circumstances don't come around when you need them. But, with God though... For me, yeah, I wasn't always as faithful as I should have been or could have been. And a lot of times it might have kept me from different things. But it's definitely helpful when you feel like you ain't got nothing or nobody. Why not talk to him? He's there. You ain't got nothing anyways, you know? So you're probably just going to be sitting there with nothing, you know, so with or without, you know, talking to him, you still have nothing. What's what's wrong with talking to him? He's okay with that too. Matter of fact, it's times like that that bring you closest to him. So, I remember, you know, these different times, and for real, it like I thought like a lot of times because. Yes, they did bring me closest to God, but I was so afraid of telling people around me because how bad we was doing. Like, you bring up God and people get so mad. What you mean? Look look at what we going through. Like, you're talking about God. We don't have food. You're talking about God, you know. And, you know, what is God doing? Don't even bring God up right now. I'm mad, you know. But still, like, I learned to, even though I know it was not the right time to talk about God, like, sometimes, yeah, most times, no. Because you talk about God one day, then it get worse and worse and worse. By a week later, you're like, God, what? But, like, I just learned, like, still in my heart, like, be like, nah, you know, I got to talk myself out of that for my sanity. Even if I can't talk about it with everybody else, even if they can't be in on it with me, they are though. You know, I'm not gonna tell them they is right now, but they are. I'm still gonna believe. And like a lot of times I feel corny to still believe in him despite that. You know, like you're gonna still believe on God. You're still gonna talk about we all in this together with God and all that sentimental stuff. Like, toughen up. You're not gonna make it through with that type of attitude. You're not going to make it through this like that. You're going to have to get tough. And, you know, that's how it is, for real. You feel like, how can I really believe in you? It's impossible. And who fought this day? Because you ain't helping. So I ain't wrong. But, like, this, I didn't never know this is exactly what shaped who I am today and even looking back like I used to always hear you know from God would speak to me tell me and have other people say even when I didn't want to hear it is you get the answer to your prayers when you least expect them but the problem was like okay but like I need them now and I want them now and if I get them later when I least expect them I'm still gonna be just as mad as I am right now that I'm not getting them Because why you couldn't just provide them when I really wanted them or needed them? You know, I get them later and I don't feel like I need them no more. And that's when you're going to provide them when I don't need them no more? What's the point? You know, I'm hungry now. So you're going to provide food later after, you know, years later after I'm already fed? Like, that don't make sense. But it do. It does. Because if you make it years later, he already provided for you. You already, God has always reminded me every time I want to be so mad. Well, I can't even talk to you right now. I can't even look, you, look at you right now. I want to be so mad at God. God has always said to me, you know. you're alive I'm like that's the point I don't want to be like if you're if all you're going to say is you're alive at least you got your life you might as well take that because I don't want that either like that's what I'm literally asking you like if you're going to leave me like this you might as well kill me and God is like you need to be grateful you have your life and then I start questioning certain things so why you know Am I supposed to be so grateful for my life, you know, and so appreciative for this life that I have here? But you're not supposed to. The Bible says hate your life here. Love, not your life. And also, you know, you're not supposed to depend on this life here, but the life afterwards. So how come I'm wrong for hating this life and not wanting it no more? I'm supposed to, every single time I come to you, say, at least you have your life. At least you're alive. Even in the Bible, it says, at least you are still alive. But also, it says, hate your life. Love, not your life. Give your life for Christ. Anybody who loves Christ will give his life and hate his life. How? Like, I'm just trying to understand. I hate it, right? So, I'm supposed to be good. Nope, not for the right reasons. And then it feels like more demands and not real solutions. No real resolutions. No real, you know, I'm not really being provided for. But that's when I'm talking about what I did not have. Earlier today somebody said, hmm, you're always talking about what isn't wrong. Why don't you ever talk about what's right? Or what you don't do Why don't you ever talk about what you do know not, No that's what they say You're always talking about what you don't know Why don't you talk about what you do And I said hmm I actually was able to shut up The first time somebody shut me up in a while And I said to myself Hmm I'm going to get that more thought later I'm going to actually get that real thought And really let that sink in I can't do that right now Because you know it was your idea But more than that, like, because I appreciate the idea I can, I'm I'm never like, I'm never not able to accept something because of the mailman or the messenger. It's just like, you know, God is going to let me let that settle in and let all of everything that needs to come with that come out when it's necessary, when it's needed. I really gotta let that sink in. It's too much surrounding it. Where it's like I don't want to put too much on it, but I want to take too much from it. So, you know, it's a lot going on. But that was great sound advice, you know. And a funny thing about it is, sometimes you expect, you know, I don't. That might just be a quality I have, and I didn't even know that. That's how I was like, really. But sometimes you will expect sound advice only come from people who known for that or who got some good stuff to say most of the time, and sometimes it will come from people who you just don't listen to or have not considered in that way. Where it's like they're not really, it's not that they don't ever have nothing good to say. It's just that they not really usually talking about something I want to listen to, or not even that. Like they just don't feel like they's ever talking about you know stuff I'll need or have anything I'll need. I not want to say that. Saying, like, that's saying a lot. I just say it don't feel like it will come from them. And then they'll say something that's so sound. I love that. I love that because I'm that person too. I can be both. Sometimes I could just spend so much time being so useless. I don't want to say useless, but just like definitely not trying to be, I want to say not trying to be helpful. I am naturally just that, you know, just like I would spend so much time really just trying to like, I don't know, not not really appealing to or trying to be helpful or have advice or just like whatever, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that or minding my business and doing what, you know, what draws me and then. Somebody will say something, and it's not that I'm trying to be the person that provides a solution to their problems. But I just say it because it's like, hey, that's how I would have thought. Or maybe that's something I would have thought of, or maybe have you thought of this? And they'll be like, wow. I never thought of that. I can't believe you said that. That happens a few times with me. Actually, it happens a lot. I'm not going to lie. I hate to make everything by myself. That happens a lot. To the point where I got to the point I'm like, yeah, I really like that. I do stuff like that. I'm not going to purposely keep trying to do stuff like that because when you try too hard, but like that's when you that's when you miss the mark. It's when it just happens, which (laughs) happens a lot. But the point is, like you know, I've always been that person. And God made me that person. I know because sometimes people would say that every time people would say like, wow, where'd you get that from? I can't believe I never even thought of that was smarter. That was this. That was that. That can come in many forms. Sometimes it's for good things and sometimes it's for bad things. I've had adults, you know, love my vice and hate it. So I know that's God. I don't know where I got that from. I mean, I do, but I can't explain how it, how much it helped you or how much it really was, like, so far above my time for you to hear that from me because I don't even feel like I, I really connected the dots on how, you know, useful that was for you, but I still did, though. That's why I said it. So I, I've done that so much throughout my life. Where, you know, I started learning to keep stuff like that to myself because I become a target. But, like, I never really let that stop me from giving people advice I felt they really needed. I just let it stop me from saying everything comes to my mind as far as that, like, and everything I feel like really would be helpful. So many different times I see stuff going on, something, you know, I feel like I could say this, I could just tell them this. It might be helpful or it might not. But what's the, you know, what's not, what's wrong with not, you know, it or not. after for a while, I just said, you know, a lot of that stuff. So it got to the point where it just started making people mad. Yeah, it's helpful, but it makes them mad. You make them look dumb. Or you make them look like they are not worthy. Or like, you know, who am I? You know, that you can provide that, but I can't. Like, you know, it, make people, it makes you a target. So you learn to really say that when it's needed, which you don't really know when it's needed. You just know to only say that like every once in a while. Only do that every once in a while, even though your mind is capable of doing it all the time. Your heart is. That's who God made you. That's how I feel about me. That's how I've. That's something I definitely realized, but it's from God. Cause when people be so surprised, I'll be like, Why are you so surprised? It seemed like common sense and I would realise I recognize like that was God. Because I understood everything it was and everything what how I got brought to that thought process, and everything, but it's like just realizing how much it meant to somebody and how right on time it was and everything that it was to somebody. You realize that it was God through me. That's what he's been saying I have in me, you know. But you kind of don't want to put too much on it because you feel like, you know, everybody's going to tell me, you ain't this, you ain't that, you know. Pass all of that. You know, I don't want to get too much about me and all this other stuff. But God has definitely shown me who I was since a child. He's instilled something in me. And I've always been who i am i didn't feel special though because i said if he's done this for me he's done this for everybody everybody's like that and you'll hear different people doing different things i think the only difference and something i definitely do believe right now even to this day is the not wanting to be that person like yeah god made me this and gave me all that but that's not what's cool like that's not what's gonna give me this and that's not what's gonna give me that and so people will suppress you know, their godly abilities, their spiritual gifts, the things that God has placed in them, they will stop searching and looking and lead at where they're instead of building on that. They'd rather build on something else, some worldly, some materialistic, something that other people will praise them for. So they don't have to deal with that. And for me, I'm like, you know, I might not always pursue it how I should, but I'm not letting it go. And that would be the difference. I know it's in other people too. But they would just be like. You brave enough to still say stuff like that. You got enough courage to still come to our faces. And show that that's who you are. Even though you know we know. That's who you are. But every time you show a sign of that. We attack you. Are you still brave enough. To be that person. Okay. We are gonna keep attacking you though. And. When we notice that you notice it, we're going to get a little smarter about it to the point where it's going to start hurting you in other areas at other times. You won't even know that's what it was about, or you will, but we won't make it that obvious. Oh, man, it gets deep, and God has revealed all of this to me last year. He's like, all this stuff that he was doing all those times, and you're like, was that for that really? You know, was that really for that? I know it was, but I can't prove it. And they like exactly you can't prove it, but I bet you won't do that again, or if you do, you know what's gonna happen. so when I start noticing stuff like that, I was like this gets deep. I know they know who I am, but this deep like it's like it's on a deeper level, it's almost wicked because are you really trying to be that wicked though? I can't prove it, but I know you is. I know you is because God gave me the same choice and I decided not to be. So I know he gave you that choice too. And you decided to be that. Oh, you grimy, but I can't prove it. I can't prove that you're having the same conversations with God. I can't prove you are on the same walk. I can't prove you had the same choices. I can't prove that, but I can, you know, determine based off of how you're moving, you know, and especially when I was just in that place given the same opportunity or I see things from your perspective or or am able to see things in that direction as well. And I know what I chose and I'm over here and you over there and I know what being over there means. That means you chose that. That's messed up. But I see you. You're wicked. I just can't prove it. And if I bring it up, you'll be like, probably laugh in my face. Or be like, you know, get mad or do something else wicked. Like, you don't want to play with me. If I'm not wicked, what makes you think I won't, you know, act like you're crazy and then do sneaky stuff behind your back and really get you for that? So you can't bring it up to people because that's almost more dangerous than, like, knowing that's who they is and just letting it go. You know that's who they is. You let that go. You taking a chance anyways because that's who they is. You probably, you got to keep your guard up anyways, but that's just what you have to determine to do. You had to decide, like, I'm just going to have to keep my, keep my guard up when it comes to you because I see what you're capable of. You can't ever confront somebody with stuff like that because you confront them and you become a target. But like I said, God was giving me the same choices, almost like when you in class. Y'all got the same test. You just chose that answer. Like, God giving me the same choices, giving me the same opportunities to do what you're doing, but I'm not doing that. I'm not choosing that, so I know who you is. And God has proven that you know who I am, too. Because you're seeing what I chose. You're taking full advantage of that, too. Which also is a, you know show of character, but you make me feel like I'm better than you because you couldn't choose a better choice, but do you ain't not choose a better choice because you couldn't, you know, or because you're a worse person, or did you, and that's another thing you gotta think about, that's why you can't bring it up, sometimes they chose that because they didn't feel worthy of the other t- decision, or they didn't feel good enough, or they weren't brave enough, or they didn't have enough courage, they weren't strong enough. To take whatever come with that decision, you choose. Or sometimes you choose the right decision. You have to fight for that. You choose the wrong decision. You got free. You good. Nobody about to bother you, cause you're not a threat. So you know, realizing that growing up, <laughs> I went through a lot. I did, but you get used to it. Cause this is what I'm choosing. I'm taking whatever come with that. So I guess I got to get used to what's coming with that, cause it's coming. And, you know, sometimes we we'll try to hide stuff, but you can't really hide stuff from people you run every day. You can, but it's, it, it, it requires that other choice. You want to start being sneaky now? Like, you want to start being very deceptive cuz you almost you can do different things you can it's different choices you can pick and choose with different areas some areas are going to be very deceptive very wicked other areas you are going to be good at you know good in etc like i guess i try my best to choose the right decision in every area if possible if possible i've never said i did i make way too many mistakes to ever believe that's true but when i just noticed that you know people are choosing what I had to go through, if I choose the right decision or I choose to go in that direction, it's like, okay, well, you know somebody else about to be right there noticing you did, and it's not going to let up off you. You're going to have to deal with that. So it's like you almost got to, like, choose it with, you know, shield and with guard. So I used to deal with that a lot. One of those decisions, which it might not seem like it's very intricate, but it's definitely something I deal with. like I always wanted to be very smart and I always wanted to be able to pursue certain things as far as like, you know, different things I never saw growing up. Nobody around me was ever portraying or embodying. I'm, like, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna do that anyways. I don't care how stupid I look or how dumb I look or how dumb they make it look because they don't really look dumb. That's what I want. So I would start practicing around the house. Like, I got to, I got to bounce these ideas off people. And what are they here for if I can't? So I start trying to bounce these ideas off people where I'm, like, practicing different, like, words and different sentences, different things I used to like. And immediately, nobody would let it slide. I would think, you know, let me just get, like, you know, let me find a way to kind of like slide that in there. Well, they don't even notice it. They always do. They always notice it. So all I know is like, I would just get text, Like I would do stuff, different stuff, use big words. And immediately people like, what? It just laugh at me. Like, just say, what does that mean? Okay, so just say good then. Like, what is this big word? You know, and I'm trying to practice because I want to start using bigger words. I want to get better. I love reading. Don't nobody here love that. Everybody hate reading. So they would call me white, but I realized I'm not white because white people they further along because they got the chance to practice this. And nobody said nothing to them. And they parents started at a good level. So they passed that down. We don't have that. And I can't even be that. Because when I'm trying to practice, people are like, what are you doing? I already didn't start where I was supposed to. So that's just what I realized today.